the Comedy Zone podcast is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Now offering video visits so you can take control of your orthopedic care from the comfort of your home. Schedule online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, you improved. From Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone Podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast. Email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your host, Jason Allen King. Welcome to the Comedy Zone podcast for the week of January 25th. I'm your host, Jason Allen King. Thank you for tuning in uh, to a new year. Uh, we have a great show for you this week. We have the exceedingly talented uh, Taylor Robinson producing the show. Uh, it's great to see uh, you, Taylor. I know that she's she's muted and, and uh, behind the curtain, as we say. Uh, we uh, Just a quick note about this is the new year and how things are in Charlotte. We've been getting hit hard with uh, snow and winter weather over the last few weeks. People are freaking out like it's Sharknado or something. I don't really get it. Um, people in the South, they think snow is terrifying, like like we're kids in grade school and we're afraid of cooties or something. I don't know. Cooties were a problem for, for a while. Um, but today it's uh, 60 degrees and sunny. Life is good, but not everywhere. I don't know if everyone saw this, but there's a line uh, at the top of Mount Everest again. This was a problem uh, in years past, and it's uh, literally a whole line of people again, and they're all irritated, uh, not because of the debilitating weather or fear of the imminent death. It's because they have to make small talk. Uh, can you imagine being literally on the top of the world and hearing, so what's your name? <laughs> like you come around here often, like this weather's killer. Can you imagine that? I, 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 my heart's broken for these people who, who didn't have to carry anything up to the top of the world. They're taking selfies with some bro photo bombing them with duck clips behind them. Uh, so I just, that, that it's supposed to be this moment of Zen, right? This like peaceful thing, but you're sharing it with Mike from Cincinnati. I don't know. It's a, it's. Anyway, uh, just think about that on your, your drive home today. Uh, moving on. Uh, I'm, I'm excited, like all that nonsense out of the way. We have a special guest on the show, someone who I've been very excited to have on the show. And but she's super busy and uh, and we wanted to be as patient as possible. And we finally got her on here. Uh, she's currently living in Brooklyn and is a regular at the uh, New York Comedy Club and tours across the country. She was most recently featured in the Breakout Artist Series uh, for uh, Caroline's on Broadway. Uh, she has appeared on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, uh, NBC CISO's uh, New York's Funniest, and season two of Trial by Laughter on Comcast. She also has a podcast called Good Time Gal. She's open for legendary comedians, Maria Bamford, Gilbert Gottfried, Gary Goldman, Colin. I mean, the list goes on and on. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Caitlin Palufo. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Thank you so much. Happy to be here. Oh, my goodness. I um, it's funny. You were reading my bio back at me and I was like, oh, I need to update my bio. <laughs> um, all those things are true, but get, it's, uh, it's I was yeah. like, huh, I wonder when I wrote that. <laughs> but we'll yeah. throw in anything new that we should hear. Throw in anything no, new. No, in there, no, by, that's by good. I like it. <laughs> and it covers the gambit. Well, that's nice. Yes. Yeah, you've got well, you listen you got a lot going on i mean i'm i'm just knocked out i've been watching your your uh your career from afar we've got a lot of mutual friends and it's kind of amazing to to see what you're doing so uh i i really am glad that you've you've taken some time and and so we've not actually met before 
um, just again, through mutual friends, but we are going to meet because I was looking, so you have shows coming up and we can get into the dates, but you're going to be in Louisville, Raleigh, Hartford, Cincinnati, like, mm-hmm. like you're, cr- yeah. you're, all, you're all over the place. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to be in around. Raleigh. The, yeah, oh! I'm going to be in Raleigh the same time. Great. So I'm going to be on Kenny Garcia's show. Wonderful. Um, and I think you're 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 headlining the the upstairs room. I think, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm doing good nights. The upstairs room. Um, headlining that guy. So hopefully afterwards we can grab a beer or something. That would be lovely. Absolutely. Yeah. I was uh, I was looking at those dates. I was like, oh my gosh, this is fantastic. Uh, yeah, so you're you're it's... back. Uh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say then it's uh, more than a virtual friendship. You know, it's a little bit <laughs> yeah. more solid face to face, baby. Let's do it. Look at that. Just like the <laughs> like the old timers used to do it. Oh, Meet yeah. People in person. <laughs> oh, my. Those squares. Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. So is it feeling normal? I mean, you've got all these dates coming up. I mean, like take us like coming out of the out of the uh, the pandemic. I mean, where you guys you're struggling. I mean, you're in Brooklyn. For crying out loud. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it's been it's been nuts because uh, I had a bunch of road dates uh, uh, before the pandemic. I had them all scheduled for that year, and I was the end of the year planning on doing an album, and um, everything oh, wow. got canceled. <laughs> and so Man. I went from a headlining tour to um, performing in a park in front of puppies. Uh, so <laughs> you know, just ruining strangers' brunches. That's what I was doing. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> it was uh, it was fun and it was humbling. Uh, definitely it gets you back to why um, you do this in the first place. You know, it's uh, it's it's exciting. You're learning, you're you're uh, maneuvering, adapting. Um, And so now it's really exciting to be back on the road um, performing for people, anyone who is willing to come and listen to me. (laughs) Yeah, I uh, I'm so excited um, to just be back doing comedy for more than five minutes at a time. I'm so excited. Yeah. And people are hungry for it. Right. I mean, I, I think the, the crowds that I've been seeing are people who are just they're into it. They they want to be out. They want to laugh, you know. So, oh, so that's yeah, that's good. It's been a it's been uh, amazing. Uh, the crowds in New York, uh, they started coming back. I started working at the Comedy Cellar in New York City. Oh, and wow. I uh, I was lucky enough to get past the day after New York reopened. And so it was good Lord. That's an amazing accomplishment. Busy. Oh, thank you so much. Congratulations. Yeah. My I gosh, appreciate that's like the it. Mecca. Oh, it, it's it's been so exciting um, and nerve wracking, oh. but mostly exciting. And uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they reopened to the world. And then I had to audition uh, the second day. So it was like, oh, thank God I was doing all those terrible park shows. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been ready. <laughs> so, yeah. well, that's yeah, that's been a concern for a lot of people, myself included, is coming out of not doing all this time. And then you're kind of you want to get back into it, but you're, you know, I'm sorry, the rust is there a little bit, uh, but oh, clearly yeah. not for you. <laughs> oh, it was there. Clearly it was there. <laughs> yeah. The week before I knew I was going to audition, I uh, I was literally asking to do every rooftop, every backyard show, yeah. just running five <laughs> minutes. Please, God, let me catch up. Um, but it was wow. uh, and then you uh, realize what you were doing is you were running in the mud and then you get into a club setting. You're like, oh, I'm on an elliptical. I'm breezing. Yeah. by. This is great. People are actually focused on you. There aren't sirens going off in the background. <laughs> there isn't like a domestic argument <laughs> in the, the floor below you. It's crazy. So it was so fun. I was like, oh, my God, they're all listening to me. This is amazing. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's fantastic. Well, uh, by the way, there's a great um, documentary about the comedy seller called Oh, Rick. 
Um, oh, okay. That uh, oh, it's, fan- it's on YouTube. Crumb. It's fantastic. Rick Crumb. Yes, yeah. I saw that. Yes, yes, I did. did I oh, saw cool. that. I loved it. He's so great. He, he still comes to the cellar and we see him all the time and he performs. He's so oh, funny. No kidding. Yeah, oh, man, yeah. That's awesome. But that documentary was so great. Um, and I yeah, saw that before I, I got that. passed and I was like, oh, my God, you know, it's all very. <laughs> oh, gosh, wow. it's mythic. <laughs> That's a, that knocks me out. So I know that, uh, you know, for the people who haven't seen you, haven't had a chance to meet you, um, I'd like to give some backstory. Now, where one, where are you from originally? And I mean, were you always a performer? Where did the where that world come from? In stand-up? Um, I was never growing up. I was more of an athlete. I grew up in the Bay Area, mm-hmm. San Francisco, California. Um, And I was big into athletics. I loved sports. I loved competition and being physical. Yeah, Uh, I played soccer. Mostly that was my main my main jam. And um, (laughs) I remember in high school, I tried out for a play because I was like, oh, this seems really fun. Maybe I'll try it. And um, I uh, didn't know how anything worked. I didn't know what acting was. I didn't know. I just stood on the stage and talked out loud. And um, somehow (laughs) I got a call back. But I didn't know that there was such a thing as a callback. And so I just didn't show up. And they were like, do you even know what you're doing? And I was like, no, no, I'm going to stick with sports. I'm doing sports. I'm doing yeah. sports. Um, <laughs> and so I stuck with that until I went to college in San Diego and I played for UC San Diego for a year and then wow. um, started drinking and got cut. And, um, you know, like a real oh. true college student. And um, yeah. I uh, and then I started doing art. Uh, I started doing photography and video. And that's when that kind of developed into performance. And eventually Mm -hmm. we landed on comedy about four or five years later. So, yeah, I was going to ask, I mean, was there a moment that they that uh, the performance of something was that that's kind of what drew me as far as stand up. I just wanted to be a better script writer. And then the performance side hit me like a ton of bricks. I was like, oh, oh, shit, this is funny. Like, mm-hmm. this is fun to do. This is a yeah. good time. Was, was it that kind of thing or was it were you writing no. first or? No, I'm definitely I uh, it's hard to say because I always loved stand up comedy. Um, David yeah. tells skinks for the memory. It was probably the first album that I memorized. You know, I loved it so much. Uh, still do. Yeah. Still do. And same with like I love Dane Cook and I love Chelsea Handler. You know, I always loved comedy, but I assumed that you had to either be an actor or a writer or for some reason, go to Harvard. Like I thought that's how you (laughs) became a comic. And I didn't realize that anyone could just go to an open mic. I thought you had to have credentials. And um, so I, that kept me from trying it for a long time, but I would take notes and I would think about things. And, um, uh, but I've, I never had stage fright. I never really, I was always the, the class clown and the, on the soccer team, I was always the girl who was making people laugh. Um, you know, the and, world's a stage. The world's yeah, a stage. Exactly. Right? Yeah. I was always that loud friend who was obnoxious. And we're like, can't yeah. believe she said that. It's like, well, <laughs> I did. And I always will. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I um, I ended up going through a, a breakup and uh, I wanted to try comedy and I didn't have it, didn't have the guts, didn't have the guts. And then I went through this breakup and I went to uh, I literally Googled how to start stand up comedy. <laughs> no. Kid. And, oh, I love it. Uh, I know. And then a free seminar came up like how to get started in stand-up comedy. And I was like, okay. And so I went to this free seminar and at the end of the seminar, they pulled a name out of the hat for a free class uh, in stand-up and my name got pulled. So no kidding. Wow. I took the class and then I was hooked. I had to perform the universe. for the first time. 
Yeah. The universe said, yes, we would like, we'll, we'll pick yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Get and on like, this merry-go-round kiddo. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was either a really funny joke by the universe or yeah. it was a very uh, serendipitous. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's like, pick my name out of that. You will never pay off your student loans. And, uh, <laughs> and I was like, all right, here we go. Okay. God said so. This is it. <laughs> Uh, isn't that funny, though, that how um, and I think there's literally millions of people who have the same feeling because this is how I was because I work in film. Also, it was well, no one knows how to do that. You have to live in Los Angeles and be a part of this very, very small group and nobody gets to do it. It's not a real thing. And then I actually yeah. came to Charlotte and that's where it's like someone just you just needed someone to go. Oh, no, no, you could do that. Just yeah. the smallest thing that says, oh, yeah, people mm -hmm. do this. Here it is. And then you, yeah. can, you can dive right in. You know? Yeah, I had a I had a roommate uh, before, like two years before I lived with her and she was taking a stand up class and I went to her showcase. Uh, you know, you oh, do wow. the six week stand up course and at the end you go to the showcase and I was watching and I was like, I can do that. I can do that. Like I can get on stage yeah. and be an idiot. You know, I'm right. <laughs> I'm already doing that with these people sitting around me. I can do that. Right. And um, but I, it's still in the back of your mind, you know, especially for women, there's that thing that's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? You know, like, <laughs> that's crazy. You think you can do that? What? Oh, you know, you don't even yeah. know where to start. And um, and then you just see one of your friends do it and be like, I can do that. Here we go. Yeah. yeah. See someone <laughs> else do it. Be like, I know them. I've, I've drank with them. I can do better. Than yeah, that. exactly. Uh, exactly. Did you get much support? Was family and family and friends? Were they sort of like rah, rah? Or were they kind of like, don't. Don't do that. I uh, I didn't tell anyone I was doing it for about six months. And uh, yeah, so it was yes. very much a, a, a little bit of shame. You know, I can't like yeah. if it goes poorly, at least no one will know. And then right. um, at the end of the class, they had a, you know, a um, the showcase or whatever. And so I invited a few friends and then they came and they yeah. were very supportive and nice. And um, cool. and then uh, I told my parents maybe I was a year in, I told them because oh, they were wow. coming to visit me and I had a show and I was like, okay. And then I told my mom and I remember her being like, finally, good God. <laughs> no kidding. She oh, was so awesome. relieved. Yeah. She was like, you're finally using all of your talents. <laughs> you know, you're like, <laughs> this fits more than the art thing fit. You know, you're trying to be so serious. You're not serious. You're a silly goose. And, uh, um, that's so beautiful. Was, that's leave it to leave it to mom to know who you are. Yeah, you know, exactly. And kind of support that. That's a really awesome. Yeah. I have, and my dad I, I always I wanted to parents. do comedy. So, oh, yeah. No, yeah. really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He Your wanted, dad to, wanted, do, he to, wanted do to do it. Wow. He wanted to be a radio DJ and um, uh, he went to a class or whatever. And uh, the guy was so mean to him. He was just like, you'll never oh. do it. And my dad was like, OK, <laughs> and like <laughs> uh, started working for a family business. But he had always like wanted to try it, you know. But yeah. then he had a family and kids and he was always the comedian of our family, always making us laugh. So yeah. uh, it worked out that, in the end, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, one of the one of the sort of this ongoing themes uh, on this podcast is who are those people who who sort of helped you, who who was supportive to the people, you know, behind them? I don't I don't like to say below them, but behind them. And it's like I just just, you know, I think that's who I am as a person. I want to be support. I, I never want to be a dream killer. And the idea of that guy kind of giving your dad the business like that is mm -hmm. that's so frustrating. I hate that because who knows, you know, but uh, yeah, now he gets especially, to see you do it. So, yeah. And especially because it was um like a local guy who wasn't even on like a big it was like just a small town guy. And it was just like 
fuck you. Can I curse? Sorry. Yeah, yes, <laughs> but, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But it's just like, fuck you. Who are you to tell anybody that they can't do something? You know? Yeah. And um, there was no internet back then. So it's not like he could Google how to get started in broadcasting, you know? Like right. he just had to yeah. take the word of this asshole. And um, totally. Small if I town ever, brain. if he ever gives me a name, I'll kill him. I'll kill yeah. him. I'll just show up and I'll murder him. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're pushing for that. You we won't hope, give me names. We yeah. hope you get the name someday. So we'll we'll bet we'll back yeah. you up on that. Okay. Uh, sorry. So we know you clearly have the um, in terms of your comedy style, you you are a you're a large personality, right? You are you're uh, you on stage. It's great. Now, are you a sit down and write? I mean, are you do you tie those things together or do you love do you let the physicality and, and you have a powerful voice like you let that drive drive your comedy? Um, it changes, you know, a lot of times yeah. I'll, uh, in the beginning, I didn't know what I was doing. So I would just riff yeah. a lot. And then sometimes I would go up with like an exact script and be like, this is the joke. And I was like, it's not working. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, you know, surprise, surprise. Yeah. Um, but, uh, now I find like, if I free write for a while, I'll come up with some concepts and then every once in a while yeah. I'll write like a joke and then I'll go on to an open mic or a, or, or a bar show and just kind of riff that and see what happens yeah. and then usually it kind of formulates itself um interesting but i can't like i think you know my my partner steven rogers my sweet sweet boy mm -hmm. um yeah he can <laughs> sit down and just he can just write an hour of yeah. comedy he just sits down and writes and i cannot do that i am right. too distracted so i make myself sit down and write for 15 minutes a day and then whatever yeah. happens, oh, right. happens. Yeah. But um, oh, that's great. So you, you write. You, it sounds like I mean, your 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 process is a lot of it takes place on stage, which is cool, I think. Yeah, yeah. it's it's cool, but it's also, um, oh, that could be troublesome, uh, <laughs> you know, because yeah. if, you, <laughs> if you for a while, I wasn't writing any new jokes because I was trying to do well at the cellar. And so you can't do new jokes at the cellar. So, no, you know, yeah. I have for like six months, I just wasn't writing anything. And so now I'm yeah. at a place where I'm doing more bar shows and I can accept, you know, do an open mic if I have time and work out the new stuff there, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're right. I mean, that's, that's what they say, right? Zero in on that five to seven and, and just make it bulletproof. Uh, so I can totally understand that as far as, uh, topics. I mean, is there anything that, uh, you know, this is the, the big thing for some reason, I don't know, maybe it's always been this way is everyone is just monitoring what comics say, what they do whenever and wherever do you avoid, like, I always like to quote, um, uh, it was one of his specials. I can't remember. Uh, Chappelle said, you know, I challenge comics to speak recklessly. And I mean, is there anything that you, do you attack in that way? Like the, the idea of, doing something that's shocking not because it's shocking but maybe because it's just a taboo topic or whatever um i talk about sex a lot um mm -hmm. sex and feminist issues uh but i don't say feminist issues because that'll turn <laughs> half the audience off immediately yeah especially right, right. in the south uh but um <laughs> yeah they're like what what's the devil doing up there uh so <laughs> invited the devil yeah that's no great. one invited the devil with that mouth um <laughs> <laughs> but I, uh, I do, I do talk about sex. Uh, for me growing up, we weren't, we didn't talk about it a lot. We grew up Catholic. Mm -hmm. And so it was very quieted. And, and then I got to college and it was just kind of like this explosion of everybody's talking about it, thinking about, you know, and then listening yeah. to Dane Cook and Chelsea Handler, like they're, um, mm -hmm. you know, very vocal about <laughs> like dirty, disgusting things. Um, 
Yeah. But I also just find it fascinating. <laughs> it's so funny to me. Um, there's nothing funnier than sex. Like a queef is the funniest thing in the world. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to. Hopefully I it don't is. make you blush. But it is the no, funniest I mean... thing in the world. It's so funny. Um, not in the moment. In the moment, it's mortifying. But then uh, like you're like, oh, my God. But it's so funny. But um, yeah, oh, I like I, I love talking about you know, sex relationships, um, the dynamic between men and women and how that needs to change. Yeah. And, uh, um, right. and, uh, yeah, just trying to flip, uh, a lot of the stereotypes on their head, um, That's about, you know, gender norms. What's funny is that I, you know, sort of started this question with you, you know, speak res- recklessly and get into these topics. And it's so interesting that, that even still, I mean, what you're talking about is one that it's universal. And yet so many people are, are, they're going to get wound up by it. Yeah. Even the idea of, of feminist conversation, it's like, Oh, yeah. the devil talk, you know, like you said, like, mm-hmm. it's, it's amazing that that is still something that uh, I just, that, uh, that, I, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I didn't mean no, to I just, it, right. it winds people <laughs> up. Yeah, no, it's, it's yeah. like, I just did, a. Uh, I just posted a clip online about um, why I date short men. And it's like, you got to date a short guy. Get yourself a fight you can win. (laughs) Like, (laughs) yeah, it's like uh, we've all seen a Lifetime movie. The call's coming from inside the house. You know, like it's (laughs) so it's kind of like that. It's like a dark subject matter, but it's like, well, maybe we should start fucking for our own safety. You know, like, (laughs) yes. Oh, yeah. As a fight, as a man who's five feet tall, that's a, one of my new favorite jokes, actually. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah any yeah. promotion of da- any promotion of dating short men is I'm mm-hmm. fully supportive of that. So, oh, yeah. That, big fan. Big fan agenda. of the small guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Well, listen, I want to learn more about um, wh- where you're going and, and long term goals and when you got to New York. But we're going to take a quick break. Um, and uh, for everybody who wants to learn more about Caitlin Palufo, go to CaitlinPalufo.com. Uh, you can find her touring dates, comedy clips, pictures, uh, her podcast, which we're also going to talk about. Uh, Good time, gal. Uh, also, this weekend at the Comedy Zone, TJ Miller is going to be headlining all weekend, Thursday through Saturday. Go to cltcomedyzone.com for a full schedule. We'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. At Ortho Carolina, my personalized orthopedic care feels like home because video visits bring my provider to me. Ortho Carolina, my care, my way. Schedule your in-person or virtual appointment today at orthocarolina.com. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Welcome back, everybody, to the Comedy Zone podcast. We're having a great conversation with Caitlin Palufo, and uh, she was being funny, and then I interrupted her for a break. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we were talking about how short guys are amazing, and you should date them mm-hmm. because because what? Because you could probably take me. That's probably why. Yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta you gotta date someone you can feel safe with. <laughs> and studies have shown tall guys not the ones. So <laughs> no. 
It's crazy to me that you say that you're five foot because you look very substantial in the video. Like you look like you you're like strong. Oh, I'm, ja- like a- I'm jacked, Caitlin. I'm jacked. Yeah. I'm just no. saying you do. Oh. You look bigger than you say you are. You're cl- <laughs> yeah. I don't believe you. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. B- big face. I just got a big head. That's all. <laughs> oh, you got strong, manly shoulders. It looks great. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're awesome. Thank you very much. So, uh, so I want to know, like, you know, you're you just got past at the cellar, which still has me knocked out. So where where are you going? You know, where, where do you want to go with all this? And I'm going to and I'm totally going to reverse this conversation because I want to know when you went to when you got to New York and decided to make that move. You moved across country. So, you know, t- tell me the direction. Yeah. Where are you going? Uh, well, what I, I love stand up more than anything, it's still magical to me. Um, so I basically just want to do that as much as possible and get as good as I possibly can. Um, in the yeah. short term, I'd love to record an album and do maybe another late night soon. Uh, long term, I would love to have my own show. You know, I would love to be yeah. touring consistently. Um, basically, I just don't want to have to go back to my day job and I'll feel <laughs> yeah, like there I have made it. Yeah. If I can pay for health insurance with comedy money. Great. Uh, like I'm set. I'm happy. I'm through the moon. Oh, yeah. I feel good. Um, but knock on wood, I, uh, I don't have a day job, but I also don't have health insurance. So (laughs) we're really playing with fire here. Um, but, uh, yeah, I moved to New York, um, in, uh, right after undergrad to go to graduate school, um, in art, I was going for photography and video and performance and, um, boy, oh boy, I spent a lot of money to not use that degree. And, uh, <laughs> Ooh, yeah, yeah, sometimes, yeah. yeah, that that'll keep you up at night, but it's fine. <laughs> uh, I'll never pay it off. It's mine forever. It'll come with me to the grave. Why? Yeah. That's I right. mean, yeah. I mean, the world's going to end in 30 years anyway. Why pay loans? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just <laughs> participating in the class 30 years. society. <laughs> yeah. Lord. Yeah. We'll Generous. be lucky if we make it 10. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, it's, it's going to be great. Don't worry, kids. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. And so I moved to New York to do pursue art and I had a studio in Bushwick and I, uh, right had a bunch of art school friends and we did salons and all that, you know, galleries <laughs> and stuff. And, um, yeah. boy, oh boy, I was trying to be someone I wasn't, but, uh, I had yeah. fun. I had a good time. And, uh, yeah, that's what it's it, all about, really. Yeah, I made some lifelong friends and I developed a pretty strong drinking habit, but it was great. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even know you were a comic before you were a comic. Everything you're telling me is exactly it, right? Exactly. Drink I too no much, clue. you know, have a good time. Yeah, yeah, have a good time, ham it up, uh, be a silly Billy <laughs> and uh, and then just make horrible life decisions. Um, <laughs> And I have no one to blame but myself. So here we are. Even my parents so, were like, you sure you want to do this? And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's make let's make some bad decisions. Let's go. Mm-hmm. You only get yeah. we only get one shot at this. Now, when you say you wanted to uh, uh, your own show, I mean, are you thinking of like uh, sitcom kind of stuff? Or are you uh, you want to expand yeah. on that? Yeah, something like that. Sitcom uh, sketch show, something like that um, along yeah. those lines. Um but mostly it's all to fuel stand-up comedy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I have I've very little desire to be famous. Uh, I just want yeah. people to come to my shows. And so it seems like having a little bit of fame will help with that. So that's yeah. the only reason. But I, in terms of 
being famous, that sounds like a nightmare to me. That sounds awful. So (laughs) I just had this conversation yesterday and you know, as comics, this conversation, you, it always comes up. What do you want to do? And, and I do think universally, everyone just wants to be able to, to not just survive, but live as a result of telling jokes or Mm -hmm. being a comedian, whatever that means to whoever the comic is. It's just, just to, to survive and live a life, not having to go sit in a cubicle but to go make people laugh and live this comic lifestyle. That seems to be it. You know, yeah. everything on top of that is, you know, like you say, you want to do, a, you know, a show, which would be amazing. Would afford you the little fame maybe that gets people into the room. Like you said, I mean, mm-hmm. that's kind of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the someone who is, I recently opened for and who is very kind and kind of has it figured out is fortune Feimster. Um, oh Yeah she's wonderful she's so kind and generous but she's you know she bops around she does you know guest spots on tv shows she has her own podcast you know she's funny she's so so funny oh she's so and uh she has people coming out to her shows and it's like oh that's wonderful that sounds fantastic oh and she has like a dog (laughs) oh she's killing it you know she's happily married it's like wow you're living the life (laughs) yes we love fortune down here she's she's from this area uh so we are uh, anything anytime i see her doing anything it's like yes go the yeah do it we i want her to win everything because i think she said she's such a lovely person like good Mm -hmm. for her yeah, all, uh, all the uh, success she has, she it is well earned um, and yeah. deserved. It's like well, in that case, you can meet your heroes because she's so nice. Right. You know, yeah. They say don't meet your heroes. Meet Fortune. She's great. Meet for, yeah, she, you'll love her. Yeah. But yeah. I do like the idea, too, of of kind of because Bill Burr did that for a while, too, where it was like he was just getting these guest spots on TV shows and stuff like reoccurring mm-hmm. characters, spot in a movie or whatever. I, I, I think that would be a that'd be a lot of fun. I could I could mm-hmm. definitely see you doing that. Um, and then I know that the uh, you know, the podcast game's still early, but you you are you have your podcast now. Tell us a little bit about it, because I have to say this one I'm not as familiar with. Good time, gal. Run it. Run us through the paces yeah. there. I love I love doing it. Um, Good Time Gal. It's a podcast about uh, funny drunk stories. Um, Any whenever you were a big drunk idiot and you felt shame about it. Not here. All right. You let that you let it out. Um, So I interview other (laughs) comics about their drunk stories and uh, their relationship with drinking. Um, And it's very light. You know, it's not a and then I hit rock bottom (laughs) like no. (laughs) And sometimes we have a lot of uh, sober people on like I just had Joe List on who no longer it is very vocal about no longer drinking and uh, and not being a and uh, not being a good fit for him. Uh, And it's so funny. He's still like, thank you for the reminder of why I don't drink. (laughs) And it's I think these (laughs) stories are hilarious. And, you know, it's just a. it's a very silly, fun time because I have a lot of those stories that I used to feel sure. a lot of shame about. Um, and right. then it's like, yeah. oh, no, everybody who's had too much to drink has these stories. And they're sure. so funny. They're so funny. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what is, who's the comedian says no story ever started with. So I had a salad. Right. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> no one ever starts a story like that. that. That's funny. It's funny. Yeah. Like no good story ever starts that way. It's usually a drinking story. Uh, yeah, that's great. Exactly. Oh, I can't wait to, I can't wait. How do people uh, hear that? Where do they go? Is it all over the place or through your website? It's Spotify, iTunes, pretty much anywhere. Stitcher. It's everywhere you can find it. Um, awesome. but yeah, yeah. I love doing Excellent. it. It's so fun. 
Yeah, isn't it? It's a it's such a uh, it's another arm to to doing stand up, right? It's another mm-hmm. way for people to know who you are, being funny, get your personality. That to me, I think, is kind of where the podcast game is, right? It's just mm-hmm. expanding what your brand is and what you know who you are on stage. I think it's pretty cool. Um, are you uh, uh, as as a comic? I like to do this sometimes. Is find out what pet peeves people have about stand up comedy. Um, and it's, I want to know like what, what pet peeve might you have, whether it's the business side or as a comic that kind of irks you, whether maybe it's like someone does something on stage or whatever. Can you think of anything? I'm putting you on the spot. So, uh, do it like the way comic, what comics do on stage. Um, yeah. One that we get a lot of time is people will say like, oh, I hate when people run the light, you know, oh, or, I see, uh, I see. you know, that kind of um, thing. So, I hate when I'm on a, um, like, uh. Uh, what's it called? Like a, fe- uh, like a feature set show. What's it? I, why am I showcase show? So everybody's doing 15 oh, gotcha. minutes. Yeah. Uh, whenever I do the, those shows, I hate when there's clearly a problem audience member, the audience member is shouting yeah. out. The audience member has been engaged multiple times by multiple comics. I hate when comics will then go on stage and then immediately engage that person. Yeah. And it's like, Ugh. stop giving them power. Stop it. They <laughs> right. think they're part of the show. Shut them down. Yeah. Um, right. so that is, uh, infuriating. Um, yes. And, uh, but other than that, like material never bothers me. Say what you're going to say, sure. you know, yeah, I firmly totally. believe in free speech. Um, and then running the light can be, a a little tricky with someone. If someone blows it by like a minute, I could care less. Uh, but if you're yeah. blowing it by 30 minutes, yeah. I'm just like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It wasn't long uh, ago. Someone, someone did that as a host. They did 25 minutes. This is a real thing. It, as the host of the show, they did 25 minutes here in Charlotte. Oh, and the, everyone was flabbergasted by it when this person came off stage. They were like, yeah, that's the last time that shit happens. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Like on a, you know, on a, on a proper show too. Uh, so here, here's wild. one that you might, you might appreciate is, is when uh, you're on a show and maybe there's not a lot of people there, club show, whatever, for whatever reason, small mm-hmm. crowd. And then the comics then go blast the people who are in the room. Like, oh, fuck, no one's no one's at this bullshit show. Like, thanks yeah. a lot. You know, it's like, wait, they're, they're all the people that came. Mm-hmm. Like, the, why? Yeah. You get, why are you mad at them? You should be telling them they're the smart ones. Yeah, you know, they're the never... ones that want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, no. I once did a show. I did 45 minutes for two people and it, they <laughs> drove amazing. an hour and a half to be there. And so I was like, we're doing this show. We're doing it. They're like, we saw you on Colbert and we'd like to, we came to see the show. And I was like, great, sit your ass down. We're doing this. It's gonna, oh everybody's doing God. a little bit shorter. So it's not so awkward, but I ended up doing 45 yeah. minutes for two people. And it was so much fun. You just, every show oh, is what you make it. So that's right. <laughs> I uh, do you know I don't know if you know a comic named Brent Weinbach. He's uh, uh, out in California, and he he came through. He and he and this other guy. I'm sorry to the other guy. I can't remember his name. And it was the same deal. They were selling out all over the place, and for some reason in Charlotte, they just didn't have a big you know, you know whatever big fan base here. So they had this show, and two guys showed up, and they were like, "Oh man, we're so excited to see you!" And it's like five minutes before showtime. There's nobody else there, and mm-hmm. they did the same thing. They were like, "Yeah, all right, let's go." And I was hosting. Mm-hmm. They were like, "All right, go go do your ten minutes." I was like. Okay, this is the yeah. it was the most professional, sweetest mm-hmm. thing I've ever seen. I'm glad to hear that you did something similar. That's really cool. Oh, yeah. Good for yeah. You. Never cancel. <laughs> Never, Never cancel. Yes. <laughs> do you have do you have anybody in your sort of c- career life who was who was the 
I don't know, they kind of mentored you, kind of took you under their wing or was like inspired you or just, you know, propped you up in some way that you're like, ah, man, I remember when I first moved to New York, so-and-so was here. Oh, when I I first moved to New York, it was mostly just my community. Like I found a group of people that I really connected with and we became friends. And that was the best thing that could have happened. Like, um, like Peter Ravello, uh, we met during doing open mics and he's still one of my good friends now. And, um, and we don't see each other a lot, but whenever we do, we're just like, Oh yes. Like it's exciting. (laughs) You know, it's one of those things where like, you, (laughs) you know, um, (laughs) and then just a lot of, um, a lot of like female comics were very supportive in the scene. Um, which, uh, is always like, Oh gosh, thank God. You know, like Emma Willman, um, she was, she blew up right when I first started. And so I was always like, Ooh, Emma, you know, but she was always (laughs) so nice and so supportive. And to this day, we still talk shop and she, and I'm still like in the back of my little like nerd brain. I was like, you've been on Netflix. Like, it's just like it back here. I'm just like, you're so cool, you know? And she's just Ooh, like, awesome. and same with like uh, Maria Bamford. She uh, allowed me to come with her on a weekend. And she, um, oh, awesome. she's, she's so kind and she talks money, which never mm. like a lot of women don't do. They won't talk about money. She's like, no, I made this much and this much and this much. And da, 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 you know, and she's very clear. Oh, and it's like the first step That's in awesome. not getting ripped off by clubs. You know, it's like you have to be yeah. clear talking about money. And she made it so easy. Um, so wow. like that, that, that but, inside baseball is so valuable, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. One hundred percent. Because uh, it's um, otherwise you just you, it's so easy to get taken advantage of. And yeah, um, yeah she's uh, so, yeah, I would say a lot of the women coming up in the scene have been super supportive. And I'm so glad I found that community early on. Yeah. Um, and it's important for women to help support other women. Um, just because. Yeah. I'm, that, that's something that I, you know, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm a white guy, uh, a comedian on a podcast. Like, you know, this is the last thing anyone wants to do is hear, hear more from me, but you know, as someone who wants to be on the right side of things that are happening, I mean, you know, that's, you're, you're dealing with things all the time that, that I'm sure I have don't even know about. This is a perfect example of that. You know what I mean? Just not, I don't know what yeah. you guys deal with, you know, ladies deal with. So, I mean, it's I, mean, I don't know if there's a, a question better. in there, but yeah, I don't <laughs> know if there's a question in there other than saying yeah. that, you know, I want to be supportive. I mean, is there anything, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe there's something that we should be doing that we're not doing that you could think of. I don't, I don't know. Um, I could, the biggest thing is to recommend more women. Um, Cause yeah. a lot of times clubs and bookers, they'll ask, Oh, do you know of anyone up and coming that might be great? Just, insert a woman that you think is funny yeah. and just be like, this person would be great at that. You know, of course, yeah. you know, recommend your friends because that's how it, you know, you build your own community, but just make sure, sure. that there's one woman that you think is funny. Also yeah. listen to her at an open mic. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. And um, yeah. Uh, Cause a lot of times I would go to these open mics. I'd be the only woman in the room and then half the guys would leave the room while I was on stage. And yeah. so it's just like, well, that's not, helping anybody um so yeah there's like little things like that that could just be really supportive and then just including women in your shows um but that's happening more and more which is great you know because half the audience is women so right (laughs) you want they want to hear their perspective so sure it makes perfect sense yeah i mean i've i have uh you know sort of talked to to women in the charlotte scene and say i think there's a bit of a vacuum right now like yet 
like go work hard. There's there's so many opportunities for you. So so that's mm-hmm. good. That's something for all of us to keep in mind. And I do like to ask, you know, who are some other comics that we should be uh, looking out for that maybe we whose names we haven't heard yet, and maybe we'll have them on the on the show here. I'm I'm all for for that. Can you think of anyone that that yeah, you would recommend mean, that who we should see? I mean, I, I yeah. wrote down Emma Wilman, of course. Uh, oh, but, uh, Emma's the best. She is so great. Um, I love Emma. I also love um, Jordan Jensen. She and I, we actually got started. Uh, we got passed on at the cellar on the same night. Um, wow, which that's was awesome. really exciting. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we become really close buddies. Um, I have a good friend named Ethan Simmons Patterson. Um, he is not on Instagram, which is wild um but he's he's, <laughs> he's so a unicorn ah, he's he's amazing he's like nah it's just too much i'd rather not and it's like okay wow <laughs> but he is honestly the most naturally funny human being uh on the planet yeah. <laughs> um and then of course my boyfriend steve rogers uh, i'm not being biased i think he's great <laughs> and oh uh, he's he's brilliant yes absolutely yeah. we've we've had him on and uh i yeah, I'm i'm one of his biggest fans for sure mm-hmm. yeah yeah, he's great. Uh, oh, gosh, there's so many. Uh, my good friend, Jill Weiner, she's so funny. I take her out on the road with me a lot. Um, yeah, nice. But she's uh, she's super funny and super nice. Um, but yeah, there's tons of uh, New York is just like infiltrated oh, just with uh, comics. <laughs> te- teaming with that's that's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. And you, so that's a, that's a one thing that maybe, you know, for some people don't know that a lot of times headliners are able to bring their their openers with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, that's cool. Are you, are you seeing that a lot? Are you really given that opportunity a lot or is it just depend on the club? It depends on the club. Um, yeah. If I ask right away, then um, usually they'll uh, let me bring someone um, if it's a smaller club, especially. Uh, yeah. But uh, it, it also is dependent. If it's my second time, I'll ask. If it's right. um, my first time there, I might be a little bit more lenient um, mm-hmm. or lenient as in like I'll do whatever you need, you know? <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, it's just, it fully depends on, uh, yeah. on the club, but I'd like to bring, cause sometimes the road can get real, can be a real bummer. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. uh, I bring Jill with me. We went to Houston, Texas together and we were doing cycling classes every day. And then we would get a cocktail <laughs> after the show. It was like, Oh, this is fun. We're having a girl's That's awesome. trip. This is great. Yeah. So <laughs> It was uh, it's it's really fun. <laughs> That's cool. Well, I'm uh, I'm looking at your website here. I was going to uh, we want to talk about some dates coming up because I, I, I want oh, people sure. to to come and check you out. Um, mm-hmm. So if is it all right? Should I just start telling people what those are? Or did you want any? Oh, th- sure. Th- that you wanted to talk about specifically. So I guess it looks like in uh, uh, Louis, you'll be in Louisville uh, this coming week, January 28 and 29. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Lining at Planet, uh, of Planet, the tapes. Uh, Planet of the mm-hmm. Tapes. Uh, it looks like uh, February 11 and 12, you will be in Raleigh at Good Nights, headlining upstairs, the upstairs mm-hmm. room, as I think they call it. March 25 and 26, you're in Hartford, Connecticut at oh, City yeah. Stream Brewery. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see, March 31st and April 1st and 2nd, you will be at uh, Bananas Comedy Club in Cincinnati, Ohio. And, and the third, excuse me. So the 31st oh, yeah. to the third. All right. That's a big run. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah. We're we're going places. Um <laughs> well, literally, we're just literally going places. Um <laughs> who knows if it's an upward trajectory, but I am going to these places. Um right. But uh yeah, it's uh I uh I love being on the road. It's fun. I'm getting my delta miles. It's great. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, good for you. I mean, I tell you, we, I, I wish you all, all success. And, and uh, there's just when there's good people in the business, which you are, I've literally never heard a bad word about you. You're hysterical. Oh, uh, and, and a pro and I uh, wish you the best and good time gal everyone uh, look for that podcast uh, Caitlin Palufo is on there if you guys if anyone out there wants to learn more about Caitlin go to Caitlin Palufo and I'm gonna spell it because if I I, w- I want to get it right c-a-i-t-l-i-n p-e-l-u-f-f-o Caitlin Palufo.com nailed it outstanding I'm reading it I know my letter's pretty good. Uh, yeah, so what, how, <laughs> he's a reading boy. All right. <laughs> I got that book learning. Uh, yeah, so, good so, for you. How about on social media? Where can people find you? Where, where are you most active on there? Uh, I'm most active on Instagram, but I also have uh, Twitter and TikTok, and it's the same across the board at Caitlin Palufo. So you really can't fuck it up. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's just, uh, I'm honestly the only Caitlin Palufo in the world. So, uh, is that right? Yes. That's amazing. Is that Isn't a real that thing? Fun? That's cool. Yeah. I looked at, I've, I mean, I've literally gone through every single social media, Facebook, Google, and I am the only Caitlin Palufo. Wow. Yeah. 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 Palufo right. is a big Very name cool. in like, uh, in Latin America, um, okay. and Italy, but no Caitlin's. Caitlin is Irish. Wow. I don't know. They just don't mix and match. So, <laughs> uh, well, it. it's a uh, yeah. Take it. I'm Jason King. I mean, that's uh, that's the new John Smith. There's yeah. literally a trillion of, of those. Uh, <laughs> but there's so only one you. you. Okay. There's only one. There's me. only Thanks. one you. <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> Anytime, <laughs> honey. I'm a very supportive aunt. That is. <laughs> you are. That's what it is. My vibe. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I can't wait to to see you in Raleigh and, and hopefully we can get a lot of people out there to, to watch. It'll be great to meet you in person. We will have that drink and maybe then I'll get all hammered and come on your show. Good time. Gal, yeah. and talk about it. <laughs> Beautiful. Let's make let's make stories, honey. <laughs> let's make stories. <laughs> well, you really are the best. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, for everybody out there again, TJ Miller is at the Comedy Zone in Charlotte this weekend. Go see Caitlin Palufo. Show her some support, and we'll try to get some of those uh, other names you mentioned on the podcast. So uh, that that that's our show. Thanks, uh, uh, Taylor Robinson. I'm Jason Allen King. Be funny and be safe, so we can see y'all next week. Bye, everybody. Comedy Zone Podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone Podcast are Brian Heffern and Brian Bumpashevitz. Talent Wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever.